welcome to the good girl unleashed podcast this is mon ah so me and the family just got back to piha last night after a seven day tour which felt a lot more like three to four weeks a lot of our tours are quite the psychedelic experience where we are taken on some pretty epic journeys that aren't necessarily easy or always fun in a sense. It can be really challenging, it can be really intense, deeply healing, really powerful. And today I really want to share with you an experience that I had that really offered me the opportunity to put a lot of what I share with clients into practice for myself and it was quite a fascinating experience. So I'm going to be sharing with you three powerful questions to ask yourself when you're feeling triggered, when something kind of comes out of nowhere like this kind of shocking experience, something you're not expecting and it can really send a lot of energy and it can be quite overwhelming and really challenging of how to navigate through this without shutting down or going to coping mechanisms or going into such an overwhelming stress state where you can barely even see. And it's like, what do I do in those situations? And for me, it's a consistent practice of asking these questions. Sometimes it will take a few experiences before these questions really land for you. So these are questions I've been asking myself consistently for quite some time now and within my six-week program that I'm currently running with this beautiful group of beings I've been asking these questions they've been coming up intuitively again and again and again and I'm like wow this is really repetitive these questions but they keep coming up and as we repeat we really start to create those neural pathways those questions start to anchor into our being So that when you are in a stress state, rather than going into your usual stress response mechanism where we shut down, these questions are going to be in your being, in the back of your mind, and they're going to pop up and they're going to get stronger and stronger so that they can support you in these times. Because usually when we get triggered or when we're in overwhelm, we don't think about all the incredible tools we have to navigate through that. Unless we've been practicing consistently and we know what our tools are. So I often share about reminding yourself regularly about all the tools that you've got in your tool belt. So that when you need them most, you know what they are. Because sometimes we can do a workshop, a program, a course and we can, have, we can learn all this incredible information and we can have all these incredible tools that we know about. But unless we're practicing them, embodying them and reminding ourselves that we have them, it's very easy to forget, especially when we get into that overwhelm and it's just trigger, trigger, trigger everywhere. And we just want to shut down and kind of hide away or we go into reactive mode and it's almost like we're just not in control. We're completely out of control. So when we remind ourselves of these tools and these questions on a regular basis, when you're in that state, they're going to naturally come up for you. And that's what happened with me um, on this tour that we just did. So to share a little bit about my story, 
um, of what came up. So we decided to do like a, a back-to-back tour, which we we do when we know that we've really got that capacity to hold space within our beings to do so many events so close together. And we also know that we're going to have time before and after to kind of prepare and rest and integrate. So this tour, it was about seven days and we went from Napier to Gisborne to Tauranga to where did we go to Whangamata to Rotorua back to Napier and then back to Piha. So we started in Piha. And it was pretty much we had a couple of nights in Napier and a couple of nights in Gisborne, but then the rest of the time we were like moving, moving, moving. And so it was all planned pretty well and just looking at the kind of distances between our drives, keeping Theo in mind being he's more active now he doesn't particularly have those longer sleeps like he used to so we try to keep those drives around three hours and so from Gisborne to Tauranga it was three hours and we're like oh we've got heaps of time we can really just cruise to Tauranga um and what was it about a week prior to that there was some stormy weather and a friend of mine did mention that there was some slips um, that had happened in the area but I had checked all the roads a day, a couple of days before, and it was all good. And then on the day, it was kind of getting to about midday, and we're like, yeah, we're sweet, we're sweet. We're about to head off, put in the maps, and all of a sudden it's saying six-hour drive. And I was like, hang on a minute, what's going on? Don't tell me there's a all of a sudden road closure. And so we looked at the maps, and of course, on that particular day, they decided to do some work on that particular road we were meant to take. And there was no um, word of if that was going to open earlier or not. And we had an event that night at 6.30. So now it's a six-hour drive. It's about midday. We're like, oh, <laughs> shock to the system. Like, this is kind of similar to, we had a similar experience um, last time we went to Taronga. And, yeah, so we're like, okay, well, this is the situation. And Liv's like, maybe we can just call the, the road people and see if they're going to open early I'm like no we've just got to go it's midday let's go but what had happened is like there was this shock to my system and it was like what I would usually go to is stress response worry concern anxiety anger who can I blame why is this happening to me and get really frustrated and I would go I would probably spend majority of that six hour drive repeating these different thoughts in my mind of how it could have been different how we could have left earlier maybe I should have checked earlier um, and going into first like projecting out like whose fault is it outside of me and then it turns in of this is my fault and then blaming myself and it's just a consistent cycle of like yeah a lot of self-hatred talk self like negative self-talk and just beating myself up of how I could have been better, how this is my fault and what I should have done. And that would go on for hours. Sometimes, like in the past, it would go on for days and months. Over my journey, I've kind of started to bring that down and it would be maybe two or three hours before I would actually come into acceptance and start to shift through that and have a bit of an emotional cry or expression of just releasing it and then I would kind of come out of that dark hole. 
But in this particular experience, it was because I've been doing um, this online six-week program, The Sacred Art of Loving Yourself, I've been repeating my tools and my questions and things that I've learned on my journey to my clients repetitively. And so what happened in this moment, instantly the question came up. So question number one, how is this happening for me? So in a previous podcast, I shared an insight around when we switch the question, how it can switch our experience. Often we go into why is this happening to me and we start to, we activate the victim mindset. And we go into an experience of powerlessness, helplessness and our vibration gets lower and lower and we sink into this deep hole which can be really challenging to get out because we start to have more and more thoughts which trigger more of those kinds of feelings which trigger more of those thoughts and we're in this vicious cycle. And then it takes us to get to that intense pain point where we start to switch and we seek something to support us in coming out of that space. But for me in this moment, I didn't need that pain point to get there. Through consistency, I was able to ask this question instantaneously. How is this happening for me? And this gave me back my power, or this was me kind of taking back my power of how can I utilize this situation as an opportunity for healing, growth, and greater awareness? How can I use this situation to support me on my journey? And instantly I knew that this was an opportunity for me to put what I share with clients into practice and to really embody that. And so it's quite fascinating because our final week of this program is embody. And this was like the most epic way of really embodying this work and so that was my first question and I kind of just said the question in the moment I wasn't I didn't receive the answer straight away but I just said the question and I kind of let it go knowing that that answer would be received when I was ready to receive it because in this moment there was still some kind of ends to tie up of like okay We're going to get to our workshop at 6 p.m. We're going to have to go straight there. We still need to pick up the key. So there was a couple things that I needed to take care of first. So my next question was, what do I need to do to navigate this situation? What do I need to kind of support the situation? What are those kind of, what are the things that I control, I can control? Or that I can do like those action steps. So for me it was like okay. This is the situation. What can I do? I'll message the group who's attending the workshop. And see if someone can pick up the key for us. Okay done. Sent that email out. Then I emailed the lady who I booked the venue from. And I just said hey this is the situation. Can I get someone else to pick up the key for us? And she said no problem. I contacted the venue where you could pick up the key and I just let them know the situation and said, hey, someone else is going to come and get the key. And they said, no problem. 
pretty quickly I think it was it was like after I'd done these steps it was like this knowing within me of like it's all gonna work out this is all good it's all done I don't need to worry about this and after I kind of like allowed that energy to settle because when you get a shock to the system it's quite an intense like oh like there's a lot of energy that starts to move in your body because it's like that that energy that you need for action that's what that stress response is really for is to propel us into action to support navigating that situation so to give us that energy so once I use that energy in these particular ways of how I could in that situation it was now a settling and a releasing of that energy and so as I settled into my being my next question was what do I need for me to support myself through this experience and so it comes back within of what do I need to support me And instantly I knew I needed to meditate. And that was what came through. And I was like, okay, well, luckily I've got some time. So I put my earphones in and I did about an hour and a half of meditation. And it wasn't like I was intending to do an hour and a half. It's not that I'm saying when you're in this situation, you should do an hour and a half of meditation. That's just what came through for me. And it's about listening to that particular like whatever comes up yeah so listening to that inner voice that will tell you what you need to support you so that comes back to my point around when we remind ourselves of the different tools they're a lot more ready to pull from so when you're in these situations and you ask yourself what do I need in this now moment to support me through this In the back of your mind, you've got all those tools lined up ready to support you. And you can pick from them with a lot more ease. That intuitive knowing will be a lot stronger because they're right there. But often when we start to learn different tools, we can almost go into overdrive of learning tool after tool after tool and not actually practicing them or embodying them or reminding ourselves that we have them and they get further and further to the back of our mind and beyond them what's kind of closer is our habitual patterns programs things that we've been playing out for years they're kind of closer to the forefront and so we tend to go to those because our coping defense protective survival mechanisms they're also supporting us that's why we use them We use them to protect ourselves and to stop the overwhelm, to support us in something that we feel might we may not survive. Because a lot of the time we we resist going into our emotions because it's so overwhelming that we're like, I don't know if I'll survive this. I don't know if I'll be able to get out of this if I go into it. So they're not bad. They're not, <clears throat> they're not things that we have to fully get rid of and never use or wrong ourselves when we do go into it. But if we can start having an awareness of what is really serving us for our highest good, growth, evolution, expansion, and which ones are maybe not serving and empowering us. And we can start to switch them through consistent practice 
reminding ourselves what we've got in the tool belt and by asking these questions. Number one, how is this happening for me? Number two, what can I do to support this situation? And number three, what do I need to support myself through this experience? And you may find that you only need one of these questions, two of them or all three of them. You may find that when you ask them, the answer doesn't come straight away or it might come instantaneously. For me, what I've found with my question asking, it started many years ago, probably about five years ago where I started to actually just ask questions, I would just let them go. I'd just have a bit of curiosity and I'd be like, just ask the question and kind of forget that I even asked for it. And then within a couple of days, that answer would just pop into my mind. I'm like, whoa, I kind of forgot that I asked that. So it's that non-attachment that's really key here of asking the question, trusting that it will be answered so we can just let it go. And it always comes back. It has in my experience. So just trusting the process and trusting that what is happening for you in this now moment is here for your your healing, your growth, your evolution, your expansion. Sometimes it can feel really challenging to accept that something might be happening for you, especially if it's not a nice experience, something that might be an abuse of some sort. And perhaps this particular abuse Perhaps it's an opportunity for you to remember who you truly are, to remember the strength and the courage you have within you right now, for you to know when it's time to say no more, for you to open yourself up to a new opportunity, to a new way, a new way of living. Sometimes we experience abuse maybe in a job, bullying or abuse in a relationship or friendship and we stay there for whatever reason. And maybe through asking some of these questions we can come into a greater awareness around why we're experiencing what we're experiencing and to know when it's no longer serving so that we can open a new door and move into a new, a new state of being and a new way of living. So I invite you to come into this self-inquiry and these questions with an open mind and open heart and just notice how they feel for you. What comes up for you when you ask these questions? Close your eyes, feel your body, notice the sensations in your body when you ask these questions. And notice what comes up. Your body <clears throat> has its own innate wisdom. You have your own incredibly powerful intuition that knows what you need in this moment to support you. 
if you're feeling unsupported in your life by the universe, can you start to come within and support yourself? And as you start to remember that you are worthy of this support, of this love from within, it will start to be reflected externally as well. But we find it within first. And so just to kind of complete my story, so as I asked these questions for myself in this experience of this detour where our drive was meant to be three hours and it's now six something that would really like usually send me over the edge and just I'd be so stressed and in deep suffering for hours and it just it might only be hours when you think about it like oh it's not that that long but when you're in that negative self-talk and that vicious cycle it feels like it just will never end and it will like just suck you up and consume you And it's so, so painful. What I found in this experience by asking these questions, there was a bit of resistance initially of how is this happening for me? Of like, how could this possibly be happening for me? There was a little bit of resistance initially, but when I let that question go and I went into the next question and then the next question and I went into my meditation... Once I really listened to what I needed and I gave that to myself, it was this deep sense of peace within me. And through my meditation, I started to realize how this was happening for me. And it came through of that embodying of these particular teachings that I'm sharing with clients at the moment. It was the opportunity for me to really embody and practice what I, what I teach. And it was also a powerful moment for me to realize just how far I've come from going from years of suffering to months to days to hours and now to be able to shift my state in an instant rather than going from shock to trigger to my usual cycles. It was a shock to the system. I received the energy that I needed to take action in particular areas and then I came within into self-inquiry into curiosity and my whole being just relaxed and then that whole drive was just it was pretty smooth in the sense of my my being my state of being was smooth but it was quite fascinating because our maps my map and Liam's map were telling us to go different routes And so Liam followed his route and that's all good. But it took us down this um, really windy desert dirt road. And because of all the previous stormy weather, there was all these potholes. And um, yeah, you could only really go 40 Ks. (laughs) And it was just, again, something that would usually trigger me. And I would usually want to try and blame him for the circumstances. But as we're going down this windy road, I'm like, wow, what a new experience. We've not taken this road before. We were out of service as well. So I was like, I'm glad that I used that energy to begin with to put things in place because now I'm out of service. I can't contact anyone. Um, So there was someone when I went into my meditation about probably 20, 30 minutes in where I received the emails back from everyone and it was all sorted. And I was like, oh, that happened really quickly really smoothly and then yeah we were out of service for majority of the drive 
and Theo um, pretty much he stayed awake for the first hour and a half and we were able to keep him happy and then he just slept after that and slept the whole time so it was really smooth we didn't have any kind of issues with him wanting to get out or anything like that and yeah so as we're kind of going down this road it was just like wow a new experience like this is quite a beautiful drive even though it's a bit rocky um yeah and then even what I found was yeah just all these insights coming through and it was such a powerful powerful experience and I was just able I was so open and at peace that I was able to receive incredible gifts which would usually come at a much later time once I'd kind of dealt with the stress and done some release and expression and it would be usually quite a painful process whereas this was just so smooth and it was such like a relief um, in my being and then what I noticed because of the particular road we took our time on the um, navigation kind of kept getting a little bit later a little bit later a little bit later and I could feel as the couple of minutes added to the time I was like oh I'm feeling that kind of stress come up like I'm I've got that urge to worry which triggered the um, thought around the addiction to stress that many of us have because stress triggers hormones of cortisol and adrenaline and it's very easy to get addicted to that rush of energy and so I've noticed over the past probably six weeks I came into that awareness around my own addiction to stress and my urge to worry because that's what I've been doing for so long and it's like part of me has always thought well I've needed to have that worry in order to have the motivation to do something about it whereas now there's this shift happening where I'm like I don't need to worry I don't need to stress in order to navigate my experiences or have the motivation to create and so as the stress came up I was like this is interesting and it kept getting later and later and I was like you know what I know that we're going to get there on time. I know that this is all going to work out. It's going to be fine. And as I just continue to breathe and share that with myself of like that, just deep knowing of, I just know we're going to get there. Um, and I just let go. And I just kept breathing. And the more that I let go, the more peace I dropped back into. And all of a sudden the clock on the navigation went back to the original time and I was like how did that even happen it, like we were meant to get there about I think 5 30 I was like well we've got like extra time and then it kind of got to just after six and then it went back to 5 30 <laughs> and I just found that so fascinating once I stopped worrying the clock switched back I was like we live in a crazy crazy world and when we learn to ask these different questions, to use our tools to support us, to tune in of what do I need right now. We live in a completely different world. So a reminder of those questions. <laughs> um, and just to finish that story, so we end up getting there right on time. Well, like, I think we got there early, like 20 to 6, so we had a bit of time. 
Um, and the funny thing is, is that I didn't know how to use, um, how to put, where to put the code and I was putting the code in the wrong box. There was actually a keypad around the back to get in, but because I wasn't aware of that, we ended up getting into the workshop late anyway. I know it's quite fascinating because it was like all that stuff coming back up of we're here, we're all good. And then I was like, oh my God, the code's not working. I can't get on, on the phone to anyone. It's like after six at night. Um, we ended up getting in, but it, yeah, it was like we got in and then started <laughs> a little bit late, but it was just quite a humorous way to complete that story of like, oh, I'm just so in peace. It all worked out and then we can't even get into the the hall um but it was a beautiful journey in the end and just so divine of how all of this played out yeah so those three questions to ask yourself number one how is this happening for me number two what do i what can i do to support this situation if anything and number three what do i need to support myself through this experience so I take this work a lot a lot deeper in my six-week online program which is our intake at the moment is just coming to a close this week so it's been quite the journey we've gone incredibly deep it's been so powerful for myself included I find for me I don't feel like there's a separation between teacher and student I feel like we're in the trenches together we're journeying alongside one another and I'm in this with you as I share these insights that come up I am in the trenches I'm doing the work I'm still feeling the feelings and experience the different triggers and challenges and navigating through them and really pulling from previous tools and embodying them deeper as well as learning new tools and new insights and I'm really on this journey with you so on this in our program the sacred art of loving yourself we go deep with a lot of these tools and questions and providing a safe container and a support system to support you on your journey to self-love healing and transformation so that you can truly live the life that you desire so that you can shift from that constant stress mode to, li- to living a more abundant, fulfilled life where you can really tap into the limitless love within you. To let go of needing your external world to validate you, to love you. We create it from within and then it reflects externally. So if you're interested in diving deeper with this work and receiving that, that support on your journey I invite you to apply for our next intake which will be taking off in November so you can jump onto my website moniquecarmela.com slash the sacred art of loving yourself to apply and be the first to know when the next intake opens up I will also put the link below I hope you enjoyed this episode I would love to hear your feedback and how what came up for you in just receiving these insights and this information and put the questions into practice and let me know how you go. I'd love to hear from you. Have the most beautiful day.